Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses come to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Hey guys, what's going on? Alex Kirby with the Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. We make it that way, at least. My name is Alex Kirby here in Columbia, South Carolina, owner of Trifecta Landscaping and Pure Media Solutions. Um, thankful and excited to have my friend Jared Clary in the house. What up, Jared? What's going on, man? Appreciate y'all having me. Yes, Jared. You have a pod- you're on a podcast sometimes. Let's start with there. I get a little feature every now and then you on do. the uh, the brainstorm with Matt and Mike. Yeah, let's give a shout out to the brainstorm. So, Jared, you work at a company that we partner with and we love. We do, gosh, we do a lot of business with you guys. Oh, yeah. Did our website sweatshirt i'm wearing currently you guys did these um gosh what up uniforms everything and net gators what net else ga- we done? dude i wear the net gator all the time the net gator is surprisingly clutch especially i went skiing probably like two or three weeks ago and i wasn't even thinking about it but i mean it's like it's perfect you know i never thought about wearing a net gator obviously till covid yeah but i literally like think about wearing it all the time now like when it's windy and i don't want it on my neck right yeah exactly i'm gonna wear it this summer when i don't want a sunburn on my neck mm-hmm so yeah, you're right. I'm like, there's so many new uses to the net gator. Thank you, COVID, for that one. And thing. if you wear it, like it traps a lot of heat in, you know. So it'll keep you pretty warm. Yeah, I wear good, it on the golf course, you know, especially when it gets cold. It's been colder great, recently. That's a but, good point too. Well, I wonder what everybody's going to do with their gators and masks <laughs> after the pandemic. Are they going to do like a t-shirt quilt? You know, like <laughs> take all your old masks and sew them all together and then make like a big blanket or something out of them. I you think know, my mom does funny. that, right? Yeah, my mom made me one. So okay, that, that, my mom like has orders for weeks. Really? You, dude, she bought this like ten thousand. I don't even know. I'm not trying to expose my mom's money here, but she bought like a crazy expensive unit, and it takes up a whole room in the house oh yeah for t-shirt quilts and That's, sounds like my mom yeah gosh bless her heart shout out to our moms. shout right? out to our moms yeah, exactly. in the net cater quilt i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking more or less like when you have your diploma in a frame like mm-hmm. people are going to do that for their thing like in remembrance of covid like yeah. the net gator but hopefully hopefully soon will be the last oh, time we man. need a mask i think we're on I'll the down- repurpose the gator for the cold weather and stuff like that but uh i'm i'm over the mask. well i think we're on the downslope and uh we have listeners in over 30 countries and uh, Canada seems to be the one that's fighting the most. Yeah. So a couple of my Canadian guys, you guys comment back on this on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Kurt Rado. Kurt was on my Instagram live last night. So Kurt is listening in Canada. I think he is in. Uh, no, he's not in Alberta. He's going to kill me. What's the big one with the hockey team? What's the Ottawa? Ottawa uh, Senators? Something right? like that. He's in one of the he's in one of the hockey ones. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, I'm not Vancouver, maybe. Vancouver Canucks or whatever. But anyways. Uh, today, guys, brought Jared on the show. Jared, I want you to tell everybody kind of what you do here in a second um, and what you do for Splash and talk about Splash in general. Um, anyone that follows us on Instagram on Trifecta, my landscaping company side, knows probably about Brand Buzz and Splash. Other, but a lot of people may not know about yeah. Splash because we really promote Brand Buzz, mm-hmm. the sister company. So t- tell everyone a little bit about what you do, man. Yeah, so Splash Omni Media, we are a full-service marketing advertising agency. And what that means is is we have everything in-house. So we'll build your website, run your Google ads, we run your paid social media, we'll do your email marketing campaigns, uh, we'll do your marketing automation, anything and everything marketing and communications related, just using those tools and tactics to help grow your business and reach your customers effectively. Um, I mean, you what, guys do everything from like pins to like... Right, yeah, on that tens side... Tens and tens of thousands of dollar jobs. Right, right, right. Basically anything from a, from a pin or a koozie, a hat, all the way up to, I mean, we've done websites that, that range from... 
five thousand dollars to a quarter million dollars. So it's it's all it's all in between. It's based on the business's need. Right. Um, but it's a lot of fun. You know, we we get to spend a lot of time with different businesses. So we we spend time with you guys. We spend time with boat manufacturers mm-hmm. and then we spend time with lawyers and we spend time with with linemen and electric cooperatives and all types of different stuff. So it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Uh, kind of how I fit into that piece is uh, I'm meeting with the business owners or the executives, getting an understanding of their business, specifically mm-hmm. their customer base, who, who supports their business. Is that the customers that they want? Who, who's sure. their perfect customer? How do we how do we get more of our ideal customers? You know, the people who who cut the checks on time, right. who aren't big headaches. Yeah. So you're asking a lot of the like intentional questions to figure out the direction, the plan needs to go. Yeah. It makes total sense. And you've been at Splash for how long? Three years. Three years. And um, I mean, you've done deals with, like you said, landscapers to lawyers, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. And so like what I want our listeners to get out of our interview today and why, why I asked you on the show is you, you really are, a, I mean, the term salesman has a terrible, yeah, terrible yeah, one of the most negative oh connotations ever. I was just talking to our new uh, field manager about this today. Is like sales has such a bad taste, mm-hmm. but but it's it's sales is really a bundled word with what's inside of it. You know what I mean? Like right. sales on the outside, but what's on the inside is customer service, customer experience, and customer um, implementation of a plan. Yeah. So like, okay, I see where we are here today. I'm going to try to get you here right? and show you why I wanted to get you here. To me, that's what, like, I'm in sales a lot. Like I do our um, high end, like higher end sales here. So any, mm-hmm. like, I'd say commercial and corporate sales is kind of me. Most of our residential quotes and stuff is from my other managers, but um, I love sales. I think it's so much fun. And, but, but I wanted to talk to you about that. Like, like when you talk to people about sales, do you like, do you get uncomfortable even explaining to people like, cause you call yourself a marketing strategist. Right. That's your right. title. Yeah. Is it, be, is that on purpose? Like, is that on, cause is I, there, I think there's like, everybody has taken, nobody wants to use sales anymore. So you'll get business development or, yeah. or marketing coordinator. Like right. people will use marketing now and as a, in, in relation to a sales sure. sales role, which is bizarre. So like majority of people, if you close your eyes and you think about what does a salesman look like, they're probably going to think of some like middle-aged white guy in a suit trying to sell you a used car right. in a very uncomfortable situation, which is fine with me because I'm the exact opposite of that. You know, I, uh, I, I try and make my clients, I try and build relationships and just make people as comfortable as possible. Um, add value however I can and, and just be a resource for them. And, when there's other guys out there that are sell, hard selling you and making you uncomfortable and trying to pressure you into that, people people don't want to do that. You know, they don't no. they don't want to be a part of that. They don't want that type of dynamic in a relationship. So it I, it makes it easier, easier for me because I'm I'm more of a I'm more of a so friend. Many, I build yeah. that relationship and 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 I'll I mean I'll tell you what I'll tell you my thoughts. I'll tell you my secret what secret my quote sauce. unquote secret sauce all day long. Uh, it's up to you to go implement it or you I I would. I would enjoy if you would use our team to help mm-hmm. us or help let us help you accomplish some things. But uh, yeah, especially now there's there, there used to be that like buyer beware and now it's kind of the opposite. You know, it, it used to be the industry leader used to have all this information and, and they were the people who knew they were the experts. And right. now ever since we got smartphones and we have all the information at, at our fingertips. So the so buyers are more informed. You have to you have to really add value. You got to educate your customers on why why you can help them solve a problem instead of, oh yeah, we got this and it's on discount for $9.99. Mm-hmm. So Jared, what you're really saying, I think, and tell me if I'm hearing right, is transparency is super key because before you could sort of vaguely, like before as in like 20 years ago, let's mm-hmm. say, you could act like you knew what you were talking about and people were kind of 
ignorant for a lack of a better term because there wasn't right. as much information out there, a waste to have information. And they'd be like, okay, well, you're the expert. I'll believe. Like, sure, that sounds great. Right. But now it's the exact opposite. Everyone thinks they're an expert mm-hmm. and you're trying to make them feel comfortable and that, yes, I know what I'm talking about, but I'm also going to allow you to be a part of the experience equals transparency. Does right. that sound right? With- right. People want to make educated buying decisions. They don't want to be sold. They don't want you to, <laughs> oh, this is a... Yeah, this this has the great features. You know, it's got the leather seats Man. and the air conditioned seats and all that. Blah blah blah. Why they, do they, they still sell like that? The car I, dealerships. I I don't know. Because like I mean, so let me let me tell you a funny story about this. Because you couldn't be more right. Everyone thinks of a car salesman as like slime. Like this, when you say you're in sales, like a car or insurance people. Right. Unfortunately, no. Shout out to great insurance companies like yep. Lori Griner and Jason Strickland, but um, who are in a group with me and Jared. So I, we mow, we maintain a anonymous person here in the area who is a manager of a high end car dealership here. And I've bought cars several times or whatever, and I've never really enjoyed the experience, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's exactly what we're talking about. But this guy has totally gotten this different than everybody else. So I bought a, I bought a car from him and maybe a couple years ago, and then I realized, okay, I need to sell this car and get two more trucks for my business. So one for two, right? To Mm -hmm. expand our business. And when he made this thing so easy, he brought the cars to me. He said, take it all weekend. I don't care. He's like, tell me if you like it. If you don't like it, cool. Um, He had Chick-fil-A waiting for me at the dealership. Yeah. Just out of this world stuff. Um, I ended up getting both of them. So then the next year, okay, this is like 2018, 2019, or the end of 2019, my wife's needing to buy a car. This is an amazing story. So we walk in, I tell him, hey, there's a car there. We showed him the one on, I told him the one online. So me and my newborn daughter and my wife go to, to look at the car. He had made a sign that said, welcome Kirby family and baby Sage. Yeah. He had this sign. He had balloons at the thing. And this is not like an expensive car. Okay. But the, the point being, he totally flipped the car experience that most people have. Right. Guess where I buy every single car now? Him every time. Yeah, I I don't no even question. I don't even think, exactly. and I'm a bar, like I'm a negotiator. That's right. like I, it's like one of my three things. I man, I bargain for parking spots in the parking lot of Walmart oh, with yeah. somebody. I mean, I'm always looking to negotiate, and I don't even think about it. I'm like, no, nah, we're just gonna go to to let's call him Bob. Okay. Well, everybody wants everybody wants to to know a guy yes. or a girl. You yes. know, everybody wants to. Oh, oh, I need a new car. Like I have somebody. Or I I need dinner dinner reservations. I know the the owner of the restaurant. Like everybody wants. Why to, do you think we want that pride? I think I think a little bit of pride, a little bit of personal satisfaction. It, you, it gives you a little bit of uh, a, little a sense of being. Like, yeah. oh, like I'm for, established. For like this this weekend, I'm, I'm going to the St. Patrick's Day Festival. I had a friend text me that she was like, "Hey, we should go to the the Main Street Festival." She was like, "We should go to O'Hara's, but you can't get a reservation unless you call like two hours when they open." I was like. No, we got the reservation. Did you call Matt? Because shout out to Matt O'Hara. He's in our BNI group as well. You know. Did you get they, one? Yeah, yeah. He hooked us up at the table, so we're gonna have a great time over there at O'Hara's right. in Lexington. It's gonna right. be awesome. This but, is a uh, friend or a lady friend? But both. <laughs> you know. So shout out to her if you're yeah, listening. Shout you know? out. Um. So I didn't even know Lexington was having a St. Patty's thing. Yeah. Is downtown canceled theirs again? Yeah. So the five points. Oh uh, my gosh. St. Patrick's and five people points that don't canceled. know listeners across country. Columbia, South Carolina has one of the best festivals for St. Patty's Day. Literally, it does yeah. with top 10 or something mm-hmm. like that. Usually 20,000 people. Yeah. 20, 30,000 people. down that whole block down there. Oh, it's, man. Uh, it's and a great time. Five, four or five live bands on different streets. 
And they've canceled it for two years in a row now. What yeah. a downer. But Lexington's going to have something. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Lexington's a, another suburb here for people listening. Um, so we don't get to brag about a lot. of. There's not a lot of huge events. St. Patty's Day is definitely one of them here in South yeah, Carolina. Without Columbia. a doubt. So, yeah, that's interesting. You're right. We do we do love that. Uh, and so let's flip the script to that to go to, to sales for all of our people listening who are mm-hmm. in, in sales, uh, small businesses and entrepreneurs. You need to have that same effect on your customers. Right. Like, like my customers that I know enjoy our services feel like, yes, like there's this like special bond between uh, our company and them. Right. Whether it's, we answer the phone when they, you know, and we make them feel like they're a rock star mm-hmm. or whatever it is. You're right. Like having that connection. And so give me like, do you have a couple customers in your mind that you feel like the best, the customer experiences I have is because we have this, not a friendship, but this like understand this understanding of one another. Yeah, does that think, make sense? So one of one of our clients, Tidewater Boats, their local boat manufacturer mm-hmm. here. They manufacture center console fishing boats. Uh, a good buddy of mine, you might know him, went to Chapin. Zach Woodham, he works over yeah, at uh, Tidewater Boats. Yeah, and he'll text me back and forth about different different things for their social media, different things for their website, things that we might not necessarily handle for mm-hmm. them, but I still want to be a resource sure. to him. You know, I want to add value to him, and ideally, I mean, I'm not giving him this information with anything expected in return. But but if there was an opportunity where we could help them on in other ways that we already are, or if there's a, a, another contact or a person that he might be able to introduce me to, I mean, you givers gain, you know, you never know, man. Yeah. Uh, I like the analogy of you have to be on the team to be able to get in the game. Yep. Splash Omni Media, we're your local marketing agency, full service. We do everything from web design to Google ads, paid social media, email marketing, whatever you need from a communication and marketing standpoint to help grow your business. Great marketing starts here at Splash on New Media. Remember, don't just make an impact, make a splash. You can't get business from somebody if you're not at least in their sphere of life or influence. Right, right, right. You don't have to be best friends with them, but in order for them to trust you and and feel like, you know, like you're just putting touches. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a good thing to talk about for a second is, is for people who are wondering, like for right now, a lot of people are focused on sales in springtime right? uh, in every business. Mm -hmm. I mean, pressure washing, you know, uh, birthdays, parties, Easter, right? You name it. And so there is that weird line though. And there's that weird, like you don't want people to feel like you're only talking to them in sales. This is people, you know, we're talking about sales. Uh, and you're not, you're not only talking to them to gain something from them. Right. Um, but you do want to be the person on deck mm-hmm. if they need something. Yeah. And so I think we're a lot of, and you could probably talk, you talk to a lot of people more than me, even in sales probably. I think one of the things that hopefully our listeners learn and listen from today's episode and is this, it's okay to put position yourself in a position, in a place where you can have an opportunity in the future. Right. And don't feel like that's um, taking advantage of or manipulation. It's not. It's opportunity. You need to set yourself up for an opportunity if it were to arise. Agreed? Agreed. It's like if it's like if I have weeds in my yard, I might text you and say, hey, Alex, what can I do to mm-hmm. get rid of these weeds? Do you want to come weed my yard? Like, right. I don't think that's like your ideal job, you know? But if I was like, hey, Alex, what, do, what would it cost for you to resod my yard, do all this? Mm-hmm. And I'll make you do a bunch of work. And then I say, oh, okay, I'm going to go with these other guys because right. they're cheaper. Right. And, and you did a whole bunch of work, like actual work to, to put together a quote, right. To figure out what kind of materials we were going to use and everything like that. And then I go and take your information and go with somebody else. That is where I draw the line. We yeah. had that happen the other day. We exactly. had this gentleman that took four hours of one of our manager's times 
and at the end of it was like, okay, well, I'm going to think over this and go get the other bid. And we're like, man, you took four hours of us planning this job. Right. Um, you know, and that happens, right? Like it happens, but yeah, you're right. Like there's that weird, uh, not weird. There's that, un- it's uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I want to like people to understand you and you know more than me is like, I'm sure it wasn't easy learning how to do sales at first. Yeah, no, not at all. It's kind of baptism by fire, especially I initially started out in sales with, uh, copiers and printers, man. And oh. that is like one of the toughest jobs. So shout out to Carolina business equipment and the guys <laughs> yeah. over there. They've had some people doing it for a long time, really experienced, but it's uh, a lot of rejection as the sales guy, you know, sure. you're dealing with a lot of that. So it's, if you're, I guess, fragile like me, I want people to like me and I want, mm-hmm. I, I want that. Yes. You know, so it's, uh, it's tough to have to talk to 20, 30 people a day and you get Maybe 19 to 29 lead. no's and yeah. one yes, May, just, just to schedule an appointment, yeah, just a coffee, but you learn, you learn real quick on right. how to, how to navigate people, how to, how to, how to figure out people's personality types, how to sell to sell according to how they want the information. Cause you know, some people want, some people want the the conversation. They want you to come in and talk. Let's talk about your kids. Let's talk about your family. What you doing this weekend? Yeah. Some people are like, all right, Direct. how much does it cost? Yeah. And when can you get it done? And I'll sign and that's it. You know, so being able to pick up on that and kind of understand your client and how they want the information presented to them. Let's uh, do that. Let's give a three. uh, Let's give a three point checklist on like for people who are feel like they're bad at sales. Yeah. um, Or or want to be better. Not Mm -hmm. bad, but want to be better. Sorry about that. What are the three keys you think? You know, obviously be kind, not the the basic, like be kind to be courteous, but right. Um, what do you, what would you, is there a couple of things that you would say two or three points? You're like, make sure you do this when you're trying to, uh, lead someone to a conversation about yeah. serving them with sales or sealing the deal. I, I think one of the most important things that's often overlooked, people say, Oh, you got to know your customer. You know, I think you got to know yourself. Mm. Me personally, I I'm a chit chatter, man. I love the water cooler talk. I, I can sit here and talk about you and I and mm-hmm. and your family and what and baseball like we were before we we started this. For two you know? hours. I, I yeah, I can sit here all day long, but not everybody wants that yeah. information. So if I'm going into a to sit in a CEO's office to talk about their marketing plan for 2022, and this guy doesn't want small talk, I got to figure out that out really quick, or otherwise I can shoot myself in the foot. Right. So being really self-aware and just kind of understanding yourself and your own personal selling style, like what do you gravitate towards normally? Are you going to try and build the relationship or are you just coming in, coming in here's high. the price, here's what we're doing, yeah. this is when we can get it done, that's it. Because some people like that, some people like the, the real relational, and then some people like a little bit in between. So really understanding yourself and how you project yourself to to other people is I, I would say the most important thing i i want to throw in the point of i did i've done something a few times that has paid huge dividends is researching the person oh yeah so like i'll go on facebook or go on linkedin no doubt and pick out their favorite nfl team they talked about so when you go into a random person's office mm-hmm. and you're like are you a football fan or yeah and you're like yeah i'm a uh, you know I, this sounds bad but you're like yeah i'm an eagles fan and they're like man me too yeah man the weight of the room just like falls off because there is that weird awkward tension yeah um sometimes you don't know each person. other you, you know, know you're trying to feel other. out the situation yeah. that's why i wear like i play a ton of golf so basically like all the polos that i wear are golf related. Oh, is that on purpose yeah it's, it's especially so like i saw i i work at the masters so i i have a ton of masters uh, polos. I'll wear that all the time. And it's the easiest conversation starter. Man, that's Especially at like idea. a networking event or something like that. Yeah. Where people will be like, oh yeah, I like your shirt. And I'm like, well, wait till I tell you that I work there. Like you're going to like that wow, even more, that's you know? so cool. 
Man, see, okay, let's go. That's too like we gotta go. We can't like not go down that road. So you, the another point is intentionality and like seriousness. Mm-hmm. Like, so I feel like some people like like they do a sales pitch and the guy says they're like, okay, whatever, and they just like mosey away. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this is like a like a battle. Yeah. Like you can't just like turn away because one one no from that person. Let me right. give you a good example. I'm sure you have a ton. Oh, I can't wait to hear a couple you have. There's a client we now serve that I had to email once every month for a year to get a meeting. And now they're one of our larger accounts. Yeah. And so, you know, like I put an alarm on my phone to email this person, the the decision maker. Yeah. And uh, just to try to get a meeting, not even to get a deal, to mm-hmm. get a meeting to get a deal. Yeah. And so like, I, I know I talk to a lot of people in the trades and, and they're just like, I don't want to be rejected. And if I do get rejected, then that's fine. I'll just move on. And I don't know. What's the, what's the way you view that? Cause you get rejected all the time, what you do, Yeah. but it's, I don't know if they're necessarily rejecting the entirety of what you're selling. It's just like right now. Cause they can't think past mm-hmm. today. Yeah. So you have a consistency story. That's just like a champion story. Um, so I, right now I'm working on, so I've, I've been trying to sign a guy that's one of my, he's I've built a relationship, become friends with him right now, but, uh, he works with a competitor, uh, just trying to earn his business, but staying intentional about staying in touch with him, staying in touch with his wife. They mm-hmm. run the business together and, and just being there as a resource, however I can, and just proving that we add value. However, I haven't necessarily crossed the line with them yet yeah. uh, to, to get them to sign. But, uh, it's, it is, I would say sales is like farming business. You know, oh, it's, it's so good. It's, it's the seeds that you plant today and you harvest tomorrow. It's not, what can I do? It's not what you do in a day. It's what you I want do to jump daily. out of my chair and just be like, yes, yeah, what a exactly. great analogy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even just, I've never thought of it that way. Yeah. Cultivation, continuing to plant seeds that don't take mm-hmm. watering consistently. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. You got to, you're so right. Cause if you don't, if you just plant the seed and then you don't ever water it, no it's chance not going to grow, you know, you're never going to harvest no that. No chance. Yeah, that's good. I wrote some letters uh, in January and I actually probably failed at this. Um, but it one worked out, I'll tell you. So I wrote some letters to companies we wanted to do business with in January, handwritten letters, but I didn't follow up with an email Mm -hmm. and I totally forgot. I should have done letter in January, email February, and probably a phone call in March, right? Luckily, one of them called back the other day after 90 days of me writing it, but I I didn't do it. I didn't handle it right. Yeah. The money's in the follow-up, man. The money's in the follow-up. And sometimes you get lucky like that. But you're right. Like it's the follow up and the and the cultivation, the continuousness. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been the what's the hardest part of sales to you, Jared? Like just, I say, the balance of like, because if you talk you talk about sales, you talk about a pipeline. You got to continuous you continuously prospect. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be making new connections, and then you have to balance those connections that you've already made. So, yeah. how do I stay in touch with the people that I've identified that hey, there's probably a pretty good opportunity for us to do mm-hmm. business with them, but I can't just wait around for them. I've got to keep yeah, going. You know, right. you got to, you got to keep going through the forest before you can get to the other side. Well, I mean, how do you balance that? Do you have like alarm set in your phone? How do you have a calendar? Like, so for our people who are business owners who only have two hours a week to focus on sales cause they're doing everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. What, what are some keys to that? Are they are you writing down stuff all the time? Or are you trying to remember it? Is it in your phone? Like what are skills you're doing to remember to follow up? So leveraging technology, first of all, is something great. I know you guys use Jobber, mm-hmm. um, but putting notes in your CRM and then putting tasks in there. So 
If I meet somebody today uh, yeah. that, okay, they might be a prospect or they're a prospect, but they have a contract that ends in a year. Um, I'm going to put some notes in there to follow up every three months right until then. The year. So that way I'm knowing I'm, I'm talking to them. So in three months, I'm still just talking. In six months, I'm, I'm engaging maybe a little bit more. In nine months, I'm inquiring about that contract right. that's coming up. I ain't thought about that at all. And just let it, making things work for you because, I mean, if I try to do all of that stuff myself just out of my own memory, no chance. I'd, I'd forget. I've never thought about, we had a company that, a bank actually, that we wanted to do our, they're all their banks. And they said, man, you just missed us. We closed the, uh, that sale, we did whatever the contract ended 30 days ago or mm-hmm. renewed, excuse me, 30 days ago. I should have totally went in my jobber and put a task that says, call them a year from now before right. the next cycle. What a great idea. Yeah. I mean, how many people have that done that? And I like, haven't done that. Man. Right. And Tons. then with marketing automation. So some of the stuff that we do with our clients, you can, you click a button or put them, assign them to a campaign and it'll send an automated email that says, Hey, just want to check in with you guys on, see how your marketing's going for this year. I hope you guys are reaching your goals. Let me know if we can help something like that. You know, keep it, yeah. keep it short, short and keep light. it simple, you know, just, just keep, keep, Does keep it those work? touches. Oh, without a doubt. You got a good story on one of those, like a random email. Like I want to hear a story. Cause I mean, I know I have some, but I want to hear one that guys are just like, no way. Cause I can imagine I'm listening to our list. I'm imagining our listeners right now. Okay. So I, uh, and they're like, no, pff, these guys are crazy. No I use way. this thing called Calendly and it's, it's basically it, it alleviates the pressure of, or the back and forth of scheduling meetings. <laughs> yeah, so I spoke at an event for the Columbia chamber. I made a couple contacts. I guess I, I did pretty well. I had some people come up to me. I sent this girl an email who worked for a local university. Um, Asked, just saying, hey, like, let's schedule a meeting. She didn't respond to me. I probably didn't follow up like I needed to. Mm-hmm. But because I had sent her that link, literally four or five months later, she clicks the link, schedule an appointment. We we end up working on a project. No way. Yeah. Five months later, because oh, yeah. the calendar thing. And, and, and I didn't follow up. She just right. so happened to, or I mean, I followed up and sent her that link. Yeah. I should have followed up more, more after that. Yeah. But because she had that link, she was able to, I was accessible to Crazy. her. So she didn't have to have necessarily my contact information. Click the link, schedule the meeting. We talked about a project, ended up being able to execute. Let's wrap, let's wrap up with a, the, what you just said. You just said accessible. Yeah. I think that's a, the if the top three components, mm-hmm. I would say that's probably got to be in there, sneaking in there three yeah, or four. Visibility and accessibility. And accessibility. Explain, talk about what that means. So visibility, especially with COVID, you know, you don't have, you, we haven't had the in-person ability to connect, right. you know, right. so you've got to maintain visibility. So my my role is to meet with business owners, executives. So how can I stay in front of these people? Mm-hmm. Well, everything went to Zoom. You know, everything went webinars. Gosh. So you can imagine the gallery view of a Zoom. So I would go to these Zooms for different organizations or nonprofits about educational sessions. I'd screenshot the Zoom and tag all the people that were in it, whether I knew them or not, and post it to LinkedIn. So I automatically built rapport with them. They're like, oh, we're sitting in this... <laughs> We're sitting in the same, we were in that webinar together. Yeah. Oh, so like we, we went through it together. Right. You know, he was there. We're, we're ultimately you friends with already. You me when I was in the gym. Yes, right. I was. I was exactly. On exactly. So then when I, when I DM them on love LinkedIn it. and say like, Hey, I'd love to grab coffee sometime. They're like, Oh, okay. I, I know this guy. Right. Which they don't know me. They don't, they don't know they me feel at all. Like they do. Right. Exactly. That's all, that's all that matters. And, and especially in a time where you can't, you can't go to a, a chamber event and shake hands with 35 people. Right. You have to, you got to figure out, you got to reinvent yourself, you know? Wow. So I was able to maintain that visibility throughout which now I, I don't have necessarily like 
oh, I, I, that ultimately re- my screenshots yeah. on LinkedIn resulted in X, Y, Z. No, but, it, sure. but those connections that I made are giving me more visibility and making me more accessible to more people. To, so great. to their networks and things like that. All right, let's wrap up with LinkedIn because this is a uh, safari I am now jumping in and I do not. Under, I'm a I'm pretty good with social media. And mm-hmm. LinkedIn is a weird world. It's different, isn't it? It's like, it's like business Facebook. Yeah. But I don't understand. So how do you leverage LinkedIn? I, so I love LinkedIn because it, it just, it gives you a way to connect with the exact person yeah. that you need to. So if I need to meet the CEO, Cut the I can go tape. add him. Yeah. And especially the content that I'm speaking to. So I can create, if I, if I wanted, if I was trying to sign you guys, yeah. I'd, I could leave here. Or if I was trying to sign maybe a competitor or somebody yeah. like that. I just got off the podcast, like create a little, just a yeah. selfie video, which yeah. if you look at my LinkedIn, Jared Clary, you can add me, connect with me. Uh, you'll see a bunch of like selfie videos where I'm just talking about industry knowledge or things that are going on in the community, how to, how to educate yourself on marketing, how to connect with people, how to build relationships. Right. So I, I'd speak on, okay, we're I just left the client's office. Uh, we, we, we built a website for them, help them optimize their search, mm-hmm. help them maintain visibility and get more clients. You know, the website has resulted in X, Y, Z number of jobs, leads, or, and, or revenue or different products or projects that you're working on. So if you're trying to sign more e-commerce, so if we wanted more e-commerce websites, just left so-and-so we were building an e-commerce website for them using all their products. So you're speaking exactly to what they do. So they're watching the video and they're like, I hear the problem that Jared's talking about that he helped that customer solve. I have that same problem. Maybe I should talk to Jared or maybe I should talk to Splash. The LinkedIn is so direct, which is so nice. Cause like when you're trying to yeah, you're right. Like when you're trying to call up someone's office, you have to like get through the security person mm-hmm. or secretary, then blah, 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 you know, admin assistant. And then mm-hmm. you're, yeah, there's no way you're going to get to them most of the time. But LinkedIn, you're right. Oh, I, yeah. You know what I did the other day? I just remember this. I, the Nephron CEO. Yeah. I've been dying to get, and I messaged her on Facebook and she responded. Oh, yeah. Lou is a very accessible person. Uh, oh, she, is she? Uh, she tries to make herself very, it's, as much as she does, she uh, she definitely makes herself as accessible. I was as possible. so off, like floored. People who don't who Nephron is, they're a top in the country pharmaceutical mm-hmm. company, and they're producing the vaccine, right? Yep. Um, here in our city, and they're man, they how many people do they employ? Thousands of that, people. Got to be close to a thousand, if more, not more, more than, than a thousand, a couple thousand, I think. But uh, yeah, I was so shocked when she. I was like, man, that's cool. But she told me they already had a company. But that's when I need to. Oh, that's when I need to put the task reminder. Exactly. You you show up or you post a little, uh, yeah. post a couple of videos on LinkedIn. Like, hey, we're out here at XYZ Business. We're cutting their grass. We're helping them with their hardscaping around mm-hmm. the front of their building. Uh, give us give us a shout if we can help Man, you. Man, I got to do, I got to, LinkedIn is just a different animal. I got to learn it. I got to study it a little Very bit. Very captive market now too. You know, a lot of people are, they're realizing that social media is kind of, or Facebook is at least it's overwhelmed with ads and, yeah. and, and different things, but LinkedIn, especially in the business to business world is yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. Facebook is right is, for the taking. Facebook has uh, lost their, their way. I feel like of intentionality and purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's like a filled up space of junk. Yeah. Half the time. Anyways, I know we're approaching time here, right? Producer Chris, we've, uh, so much good stuff, Jared, uh, kind of wrap up Jared with just maybe a final thought. Uh, if, if people who are listening, they're just trying to, you know, they're intimidated. They're, they're like, okay, that was a lot of good information. How do I put a bow on this? What, what you got for that? Yeah, I'd say just 
people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. No, you, just, you just drop that on us. Just reach out to people. You know, do do Love right it. by people. Pretend that you're the customer. And how would you want to be That's right. sold to? What do you? What would you want someone to do for you? Would you want them to try and shove something down your throat, or would you want them to to provide you with the information and education to be able to make the best decision? Possible? That's a great way to put it. Uh, you can make someone eat. You're going to present the meal for them and see if they they're hungry. Right. Oh, that's great, Jared. So, DM the guys is Jared Clary, Splash Omni Media here in Lexington, South Carolina, leading marketing agency uh, here in the Southeast region. Uh, dude does work all over the country, but really dominates here in the Southeast. So, Jared, appreciate your time today. Yeah, man. Thank you for being you on the Down to Business podcast, where your business is our business. We jump in, help you with business, finances, marketing, and we talk about the ABCs of business. Join us next Monday for another episode. Make sure you go give us a five star review on anywhere you're listening to podcasts, Spotify, Apple. Um, MySpace if you're old like that and uh, really appreciate everybody listening today. Thanks guys.